at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. 8.38, we're moving into word domination. Now, you know that, uh, and I have to declare this right now, I'm really uncomfortable when I do interviews not having read a book. But I did feel that this particular book was one that we needed to get out there as quickly as possible, also because of its connection to a theatre production that is currently taking place at the National Arts Festival as well. The book is called Can Temba, The Making and Breaking of the Intellectual Tsotsi. It's a biography of Can Temba by Dr. Sapiwa Mahala. And uh, it talks to the fantastic biography or story of the drum-era journalist. And what's interesting also about that particular time was that it was a at a time when there were a bunch of young black journalists, they came to be known as the drum boys. One of them was Bloke Modisani. And we see a production as well, also written by Dr. Sapiwa Mahala, taking place at the National Arts Festival as well. And Sapiwa, all I can say is, did you not sleep for years and years and years when I recognize that there's both a play and a book? <laughs> <laughs> Um, not really, but uh, it's truly a work of many years because um, I've had a relationship with Ken Temba for uh, 20 years, I think, uh, since 2002. And uh, I, I discovered the letters between uh, Bloke Modisane and uh, Langston Hughes uh, at when 10 years ago uh, in 2012 while I was visiting the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, both these, uh, you know, have resulted on the one hand uh, on the on the book uh, Ken Temba and and also the play that uh, we we wrapped up at the at the festival last night after after a very successful run. Huge, huge uh, comments about the production. Uh, people on Twitter just raving, saying one of the best things that they've ever seen. And I, I wondered, like, when you were writing the biography of Cantemba, who, of course, not just was not just a journalist, but he also wrote that fantastic play, The Suit. And then you were writing about Bloke Modisani in a, a theatre production. I wondered if, if, if it required a different hat, a different brain, because the one is a biography and the other one is a theatre production. Actually, um, you know, it, it happened at different times. Uh, for instance... Um, the the Ken Temba story has evolved over the years. Yeah. Uh, my first interaction with Ken Temba, uh, rather reimagination, was in 2002 when I wrote uh, the short story called The Suit Continued, uh, which reimagined Ken Temba's original piece, The Suit. Yeah. And from that point, because of the comparison that has been made between my work and Ken Temba's work, I felt obliged to know a bit more about Ken Temba, but to my disappointment, there was no definitive study. There was no biography of Ken Temba. Mm. You know, so um, uh, it was only after um, the passing of Louis Ngozi in 2010 that I realized that I had been interacting with some of the people who knew Ken Temba personally, uh, the likes of Eskian Parcelle, the likes of... Uh, uh, Louis Ngozi himself, and at the time I worked very closely with uh, uh, the late Prawili Khosetile. Yes. Um, so uh, in 2013, I started uh, interviewing them, um, different people, and one interview led to another. Like I spoke to Nadine Godima, 
I spoke to John Matera, I spoke to Joe Tlolwe, Mayep, you name them. Uh, so I conducted like close to, to 30 interviews with different people who knew Kentemba personally. And I, you know, I did that as, as my PhD study. Um, so after um, graduating my PhD in 2018, uh, I won the NISS award to convert uh, my PhD into a biography. And even at that point, I thought it would be just copy and paste. Uh, but it, <laughs> it required me to, to reimagine the whole story yeah, and make it as accessible as possible to everyone. Mm. Yeah. So, so Piro, you know, there's there's been when people talk about Kantemba, they often talk about him as, and and I see that it's even in your your um, summary that he's often mis- misunderstood. What was that misunderstanding? Who was this man that uh, was part of such an extraordinary time in this country? Came up with some extraordinary works, and yet was in many ways perhaps misunderstood or as as you say in your title the making and breaking which just actually makes me get gold cold goosebumps actually yeah well Kent Emba, i mean his story the way it's been told thus far is that um he's a drum man you know um we never knew his making how he got there um we never knew how you know where he he honed his skills. For instance, uh, one of his most celebrated stories is, is the suit. Um, the suit is um, fifty nine years old this year. It it was uh, no ways. Uh, no no no. It it it's, it's it, it was first published in nineteen sixty three. Yet it's a story that has been celebrated by generations, yeah. and um, you know people don't know many of his works, so. My question was from the start, if Ken Temple could write such a classic, what else did he write? And if he didn't, why didn't he? Um, so in the, in the process of my, my research, I studied him uh, back to his early days. I mean, um, he, he was sent to, to Limpopo uh, to study because they could pick up that he was a brilliant young man. And then um, that's where he won the Mendy. He was the inaugural winner of the Mendy uh, uh, scholarship. And then he was sent to Fort Hare. And at Fort Hare, really, that's where he started, you know, showing his brilliance in, in, as a writer. Yeah. Um, I, I was privileged to access his student records. Um, I, I, I got hold of uh, some of the poems, essays, and short stories that yeah. he published as early as the 40s. And that is the period he was studying with the likes of uh, Robert Sobukwe, um, um, the you know Nzumu Kesle, who became the Prime Minister of uh, Lesotho at some point. Uh, later on, uh, 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 Robert Mugabe would be there at the same time as him. So I, I, I traced his development before the drum man that we all always knew, and actually. The Drum Award, because he is most well known for winning the inaugural Drum Show Story Award. Yes. But in the 40s, he won um, uh, awards with Zonk Magazine, for instance. So I was interested in his making and also uh, his life post-drum. In other words, um, his life in Swaziland, where he died, was yes. not well documented. So I was 
privilege to to interact with some of the people who knew him, uh, you know, during that period. And also, I, I, I managed to get some archival work, photos, and, and such things. And getting to know Ken Temba as, as a boyfriend, as a husband, and as a father. You know, uh, yeah. the book in, includes, for instance, a picture um, of him holding his daughter and he, his wife next to him. Yes. And that's the stuff that was never documented about Ken Temba before. You know, but Sapiwa, I just want to go back quickly to the suit. I mean, you mentioned that it's like over 50 years old now. And I saw a production of it a while back. I think it was just before COVID or whenever. And remember thinking, this could be a play of now, of of the future, of it. And what is it that makes a play? And I suppose this is going to talk to um, the play about bloke as well is that makes a play that lasts forever, that is not just of a time. Yeah, well, um, to me, it's the feelings. Um, when you write, you don't just document facts and dates. Yeah, you know, exactly. um, uh, The suit is a very psychological play. You know, and, and this is the brilliance of Ken Temba, that he absorbs you, you become part of the story. Yeah. You take it personal. You know, it's not like, uh, you forget that this is fiction or this happened uh, over 50 years ago, you become part of the story. And that is the brilliance of Ken Temba. He, he is able to, to uh, grab uh, your emotions and take you by the hand through the story. And, and th- this is the approach that I, I, I try to use, for instance, e- even with, uh, with, with Bluke and, uh, and his American Bunchy, that... You know, people have heard the story of apartheid over and over again, yeah. but to actually be moved by put it. there, you know, uh, to see this um, the displacement of of of, um, of 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 an activist and um, you know getting in touch with their human feelings. You know, yeah. what does it mean not to see your daughter uh, for two years? a child you last saw when she was one, for instance, you know, the longing for home and all such things um, is what comes out in the play. So the focus for me is always the feeling that that's, that that's the unique thing that uh, Ken Temba brings. Spiwa, I have so much that I'd like to talk to you about. And uh, perhaps once you get back from Grahamstown, we can get you on the show as a guest presenter. There really is a lot we have to cover with you and I'm, I'm aware of time. And we have a question here from Kingsley saying, please ask Dr. Mahala when we can get the third installment of the Mbiza Literary Journal. And I'm also strugg- I'm struggling to find it. Also to say I loved the Cantemba and I have to read um, Requiem for Sotfire Town as well. So when, where can <laughs> third installment? Now you see that the demands on my time. <laughs> <laughs> Imbiza is coming up in a few weeks. Um, yes. So thanks, so thanks for following. Um, we, we'll, we'll be making the, the announcement uh, within the next week. And apologies so, for the delays. Um, the, the play has taken a bit of my time, amongst other things. See. And it's been really great to uh, perform. I mean, to see my, my, my play performed at the National Arts Festival in front of my home crowd, yeah. my... Uh, cousins, my former teachers, <laughs> my, my nephews and nieces uh, finally know that uh, at least there's something good about, about the uncle. 
they know that you really do work. So I suggest mm. that when the journal comes out, you let us know and let's bring you on as a guest presenter for a full hour when you do that. Wonderful. I would certainly do that. Uh, our little story is the excellent Okay, fantastic. Sapiwa Mahala, novelist, playwright, arts and cultural practitioner and uh, a very, very busy man. We look forward to getting him on the show as a guest presenter. It's 10 to 9.